Hello and welcome to episode two of SideQuest Heroes with your Raccoon City survivors, Ray Hogg and Clive Cookson. How are you doing, Clive? I am doing very well, thank you. Just surviving the zombie outbreak. How about yourself? Oh, you know, bite here and there, you know, nothing too contagious. <laughs> <laughs> so the topic of this episode not isn't going to be just generic, generic zombies. It's um, horror games in general. Um bit of uh past future and present so let's uh let's catch up what, what are you playing at the moment clive no change since the last time fall guys i'm just fall guys addicted to that damn game it is so good i mean i think that yeah. would have been the perfect game when quarantine started when the lockdown started oh yeah yeah would have given animal crossing quite a run for its money i think but like i suppose the great thing about fall guys it's so easy just to get into like you don't really need to know anything except for run and jump <laughs> I, I still can't win a bloody game it's ridiculous so i always get to the end where you know the uh what's it called hexagon and then oh, i hate that one that bloody <laughs> crown the mountain one as well i'm just like i can never seem to win the end yeah i came i, I was playing hexfall i think it's called is it hexfall I could see that there was only two people left. It was me and one other person. And I just fell. I was just like, oh my God, that's the closest I'll ever come to winning a crown. <laughs> that's it. It's just it's never going to happen again. I think I told you the um, story with the tail grabbing game on the very last level. Um, oh God. I know. I had it with 10 seconds to go and then I fell and then someone grabbed it off me and then he won, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's frustrating like... game, but it's so fun. Yeah, I think the tail grabbing one is the most infuriating one because... It's just sometimes the hitbox just doesn't connect. Like you're running around, you see a tail, and you're pressing R2. You're pressing it with beckoning life flashing <laughs> before your eyes, and you can't grab that bloody tail. I've started oh, a new fun. technique where I just don't move until someone comes near me, and then I start moving. <laughs> and it seemed to work a bit better. What you should do is uh, stand in the, in the corner with your back to the wall, and they'll assume you have a tail, and they'll run over to you, and you'll be like, no, nah, what do you want? <laughs> Actually, I've noticed if you stay still, they think, oh, that lad's been disconnected. Let's just run around him. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, what am I playing? Um, I'm still at Ghost of Tsushima. Did I've... you see what just got announced? Something like a co-op mode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, there's a free update apparently coming this autumn. And it's going to be, I think it's like a four-player squad co-op mission thing i i don't know what way it's going to work to be honest um because the game itself is very heavily dependent on like parrying and mm. i i know uh i think we saw it in the in the group chat that we we're in that johnny was saying yeah it's not a very stylistic type of way of fighting but i guess yeah. like they're just it's just going to be a bit more hack and slash or stealth missions in it but i think that's amazing that they're pushing something that wasn't even asked for yet people are all over going yeah that's great yeah and it's a free update too which is great to see mm. Yeah, always, always love the free updates. Um, but on that game, I actually literally just started chapter three today. Okay, um, do you know how many chapters there are? I think there's only three. I think it's like oh, okay. a classic three three act story. I, no spoilers at all, but like I'm very interested to see the way it ends. I have a feeling that the third act is going to be the shortest of all three, and then you kind of have a chance to go back over the the open map and kind of tidy up the side missions that you don't get around to doing. Apart from that, Fall Guys as well. I mean, we had that session online a couple of days ago. That was a good crack. So good. <laughs> so frustrating, but so good. Yeah, we got to get um, a friend of the show, Brian Leal, not down there. <laughs> I actually permanently hate Johnny because every time I say anything on a podcast referring to a friend, I always say friend of the show because he says that all the time on Dystropia. And yeah. it just gets me into the habit of saying something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that must be where I'm after picking that up as well. <laughs> Damn you, Johnny. Yeah, but that's it. Not a, not much else, really. I don't really have time to be playing much else between there. I, oh, wait. I, I actually I played the Avengers beta um, ah, over the yes. weekend. Um, just little bits that I could jump into. I'm, I see what you mean. Because um, you played it the week before on the really advanced beta. I don't know how I feel about this game. Um, if I, anything, I, it's turned me off buying the game and just waiting and seeing what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I it's weird because like I've I follow kind of like Square Enix and stuff and IGN and all that kind of stuff on Instagram, and uh, I see a lot of people who follow them going, "Oh my god, I love this! I've spent so many hours on the weekend." Now I don't know whether this is people who have access to no other games or <laughs> like they're just diehard adventures fans. And you know what? That's cool. You do you. 
but personally i found it like it looks okay like it's it's fine it's just i i don't know it it seems like they're building up a big game and the substance isn't there i i know what you mean for me it's almost as if like uh, i i don't know like it looks the exact same as it did on that demo like ages ago Mm. it's just the handling just seems off i mean the bits with thor actually seemed okay because actually felt a bit like you know god of war which is kind of cool but yeah i just thought iron man handled a bit bad yeah to be honest with I, you. F- I found it as well it was like it was like trying to handle a really slow flying jet it yeah. just i don't know it just um, didn't feel good yeah i mean even playing as hulk as well the the missions with him i just felt it was a bit repetitive at, yeah at times as well I, th- I think the only other problem with it as well, and maybe this is the, the, the problem with having an ensemble um, game like this where, you know, you've very, very different heroes who, who have very different styles of fighting and stuff like that, but they have to make them play somewhat similar. So, for example, Hulk has a dodge and Hulk shouldn't dodge. <laughs> True. <laughs> Hulk should never dodge. If anything, just give Hulk way more hit points and just remove the dodge button like why does hulk need to dodge like like jump around a, a, another character hulk would never dodge i don't know. maybe that's just me like it just doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't um, seem like a hulk move but i get it <laughs> and funnily enough i actually thought kamala khan as, as much as people have like their reservations about the character um she actually plays quite well in the game yeah did you see what um, i mean about how mr fantastic could potentially be used I do, I do now. Um, like the whole thing of when you know she needs to get across um, or traverse over a, a, a drop of some kind, she actually stretches her arm to grab like a pipe and then you know shorten it so she can swing across. It's it's quite a useful technique. Like I can understand now how a Mister Fantastic would work in a in a game like that. Yeah, it'll be interesting um, to see how Spider Man handles as well. I know that'll be like we discussed mm-hmm. on the last show, a PS4 exclusive, but it should be interesting to mm-hmm. see how he he works out in the game. Yeah, I mean, like, just use the Insomniac Spider-Man as a template. Like, you can't go wrong. Just try to emulate that as close as you can, and you'll have a really good Spider-Man. I suppose the the problem with having Spider-Man in a game like this, I guess he's going to be a bit more like the Spider-Man that's in Ultimate Alliance, very yeah. ground-based, and then his, his swinging is more either to tra- traverse, like, over something, or to dodge. Yeah, I just feel like his movement will be very restricted in this type of game, as opposed to an open world or open area kind of game, such as you mm. know Spider-Man on the PS4. Yeah, unless they open up into like a like a wide world San Francisco map, and you can kind of properly swing around and do your own thing there. Yeah. I don't. I guess we'll have to wait till next month to see what we're getting into. So, on to the big topic. Oh yeah, horror games. Want to suck your blood? Yeah, please no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> horror games. Old and new. Clive, what was the first horror game you ever played and did it scare you? Or what's the first horror game you ever played that did scare you? I should rephrase. God. Now, I honestly, I can't remember the first horror game I ever played. I mean, were there even any on the, the SNES or the Sega Mega Drive? Well, was on the NES, was Shadowgate not a horror game? Or Shadowgate more kind of just an old kind of dungeons and dragons emulated version i've um, never played it to be honest with you so so basically it's it's a point oh sorry uh it's a point and click first person exploring game okay so basically you, you arrive at the door of a castle but basically the, the door is just in front of you if you pull up a screenshot there you might be able to see so you see the door in front of you and a few options like on the right hand side to s- select the door touch the door uh hold like you have all these kind of actions that you can do we put things in your pockets take things out of your pockets but like the whole time it's like a survival horror you have these torches and if your torch goes out you die okay um and i don't know if it, it it's horror horror i mean i suppose it would have been hard for early early kind of video games to to get good horror across i guess it was that kind of sudden you know impending doom was the horror more than anything yeah now looking it up it actually does look familiar I've never played it now. Mm. It's really good, really good. It's, well, it's one of the better NES games I've ever played, and it does not hold your hand. Like it is Fair literally, enough. you here, you're stuck in here. Figure your own way out, that type of thing. 
and there's a, a set sort set couple of ways to actually complete the game. Okay. Yeah. So I can't remember the exact first one I ever played, but I would say the first game that ever truly scared me, um, Silent Hill. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I think that's me as well. I know our friend Johnny is a big fan of those games. Sure, he dressed up as Pyramid Header for Comic Con one day, one year. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. That... Uh, what 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 was what was it about it that that scared you? I don't know. Like, um, this was around the time where my dad built me like a little kind of gaming nook i guess you could say on the side of my bedroom mm. it was kind of weird it was like he converted a mini loft in the garage part of the okay. house so my bedroom was just right beside the uh, loft not the loft sorry it was right beside the garage downstairs okay. so there was like a section of the roof of the garage mm. that we kind of converted so it was like a little hatch going from my bedroom secret door entrance and <laughs> oh, like alice in wonderland style pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he made like a, a little kind of like a small crt tv in there i had no my way super nintendo the mega drive and everything else and do you know like school chairs you know the old school chairs um like the, the hard wood ones no they're like um you know the plastic ones with the the, the metal oh, the ones where you lean back and it sounds like you're farting you pretty much yeah <laughs> but what he did was i think he had a couple of those i don't know where he got them from but he cut off the legs and soldered the two chairs together so it was like a double bucket seat right in oh, front nice. of the tv um so that was really cool the only problem was it didn't have any sort of light on the inside so oh. um when I was playing Lexus Island Hill, it was a dark room with like a little skylight in the roof as well. But by the time yeah. it was dark, it was just pure darkness. And oh my God, it was just, I don't know what it was about it. Like a bit of a scaredy cat anyway, when it comes to video games, uh, yeah. it, particularly horror ones. But it was just the jump scares really got me. Some of the monsters in that game were absolutely frightening as well. But Who's was... the protagonist in Silent Hill 1? See, I, I, I'm, re I'm kind of struggling whether I played... Sorry, go on, go on. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking something up here. Oh, no worries. Um, it was just, I guess you could say, one particular part anyway. I don't know. There was this... Specifically remember this scene where you had to walk down a stairs. And as yeah. you walked further down, it was getting darker and darker. And then you started hearing these little sounds from creatures... And it seemed to be getting louder and louder as you walked yeah, yeah, down yeah. the stairs. Let's just say I never finished going down that stairs. I just immediately shut off the game and said, nope, not doing it. <laughs> and I have never played that game again. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand because I, th I I thought it was Silent Hill was, was the same one because I, I actually have the exact same kind of story. But more so, I can't remember if it was Silent Hill or Silent Hill 2. I think both of them take place in the school at some point, don't they? So it might be the first one. Heather so, Mason was it, the protagonist in the first game. It, I'm just checking on Wiki here, and it says Silent Hill opens with Harry Mason's drive to the titular town with his adopted daughter Cheryl. I always thought that was Silent Hill too. Interesting. It's not Silent Hill too. Oh God! I wish Johnny was here to tell us. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> well, Skype a man. <laughs> um, but my 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 um. My first experience with a game that really properly scared the crap out of me is almost similar to yours. It was a demo disc of Silent Hill, and I think it came with PlayStation Magazine, and it was the school section. And the only reason I know this 100% is I remember going across the courtyard from one side of the courtyard to the other side, and then when you walk through the school, there were like the invisible children kind of trying to walk towards oh, you. God. And I just remember having like a knife going, ha, get oh, away. <laughs> and I remember being properly perturbed by that. My God. Like just really, really just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this game. No, it's, um, it's just, yeah, very, very scary game. Yeah. And then I got the land of Silent Hill 2 from a friend of mine. Um, they never took it back. It was the special edition that came with the making of Silent Hill. I think Johnny oh, has the same one, actually. Very nice. Um, has a really cool DVD on it about... Um, making games that's actually what got me into thinking about oh i wanted to design games and eventually went to college and met you guys hey so thanks to silent hill <laughs> <laughs> 
God. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose like going on from that, like what do you think is the best horror game you've played recently or, or it could be overall? Um, yeah, I haven't really played many recently apart from, oh, what was that one? Russia, no, Russia Until Blood? Dawn, sorry, that was it. Is that the the VR one or the... No, the non-VR one, no, not the... Not oh, the, the, the kind of storytelling one. one. Yeah, the storytelling one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had fun watching you on uh, Twitch with that as well. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a really good game. But um, Resident Evil 2 remake probably would have been the most mm. recent one I've played. Now... Very good. It was a brilliant remake, I have to say. Um, oh yeah, and I've always loved the character Leon as well. I'd probably yeah. say he's get my... down. <laughs> I'd probably say he's my favorite. But they did a really great job of that, and it was just the fact that Mister X was it following you all the time. Oh yeah, he's so oh. intimidating. So you could never. It just felt like you could never relax in that game, even if you got into mm. the safe room and everything else. You're like, oh god, he's just around the corner. What's gonna happen now? Yeah. That game's really good at just making slow zombies scary again. Like, I think that was the problem with the slow zombies for years. Like, everyone just had slow zombies, slow zombies. It just, like, after a while, people were like, oh, well, we can't make slow zombies work, blah, blah, blah. And then, obviously, we end up with the fast zombies because of um, 28 Days Later. But the zombies in Resident Evil 2 Remake are damn scary, even just by themselves. Like, you actually feel like you don't want to go up against them because you know that, right, one on one, you could probably take them, but two on one, true. Ooh, like that could properly mess you up, especially like when one or two hits from them can properly set you down. Oh god, yeah, that would probably be the most recent one. I mean, what about yourself, anyway? I think one of the more scary games, one of the, one of the best scary games that I've played recently. Well, I say recently, as in time is relative, is Alien Isolation. Yes, like really good, like. It has the like. Don't get me wrong. If if you go into that game and you have no fear whatsoever, it won't scare you whatsoever. Yeah. But it's the atmosphere that it sets. It's the fateful adaptation of the Alien universe in that game. For everything from the the aesthetics of the ships to the sounds to the to the like the motion tracker that you have. It goes meow, 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 and, and you meow. play Ripley's daughter as well, don't you? Yeah, you play as. Uh, Amanda, Amanda as far as I remember. Ripley? Yep. Yeah. So you're basically um, Ellen Ripley's daughter. Uh, she's trying to figure out what happened to her mother. Uh, it's really cool because you pick up a couple of like diary tapes from the Nostromo. So you're finding out what happened to them all, throughout the story. And then, you know, it's it's back to the classic one alien against you. And it's properly terrifying. Like you can't kill this thing. Best you can do is avoid it. It's um, a make... wasn't it? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, plot twist. There's a bit more to it near the end. No spoilers given here at the moment. But that's the best one I've finished. Uh, the best one I haven't finished is Resident Evil 7 uh, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to play it in VR and God damn it, I, I, it's at my heart. I can't take it. Yeah, sure. I we all remember what it. it was like when we watched you playing that in VR anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, it looks good. Like a lot of games in VR admittedly look a bit rubbish character models don't look great like just look at something like skyrim it'll give you absolute nausea but resident evil is one of the first vr games that i played where when a character gets up close to you you can still tell it's a computer generated character but it looks way more real than than other computer generated characters like it's the hair the hair's real sweaty the face are shiny because they're kind of grimy the clothes are like soggy and wet and you actually have a, a weird kind of like they're actually in the room with me vibe so that's pretty good. Yeah, like they're, they're some of the best ones. I mean, obviously, you, if you hit the nail on the head, what Resident Evil remake. I know loads of people talk about uh, Fear is a really good game. Yeah, true. I've, I've seen a couple of like pretty big YouTubers and stuff talk about that game. That was the one that kind of really brought them back into gaming and stuff. Big fan of Dead Space myself, actually. Have you ever played Yeah, I that? tried it. I, I tried the, the start of it. I, I couldn't really get into it. Maybe because I played it after I played Alien Isolation and it, it didn't have the same type of fear for it but like i know that that game when it first came out it kind of set the mark or set the benchmark for like really cool over the shoulder horror games again I'm trying to think what else was a really good horror game i might have played recently uh oh the the russia russia blood ones obviously um which is the other until dawn spin-off 
it's basically a VR game again, but I won't dwell on that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Of course, yeah. Um, so regarding the the best, what's the worst horror games? Oh God, uh, one definitely springs to mind. It's called Night Trap. Now I don't know if you remember this game, but it was like a really bad FMV game, and oh my God, it was just. I, I think it actually got re-released for Switch now, which is um, kind of hilarious. But it's a really bad FMV game. It has probably got some mm. of the worst acting in the world that you will ever see. Like proper B-movie style. Oh, really bad. And <laughs> to be honest with you, some of the controls as well were just not great as well. But yeah, Night Trap would be one. I might just let you take another one because I have another one in mind anyway. God, uh... I'm trying to think of games that tried to be scary that weren't. God, I can't really remember much. I tried not to remember shitty games. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> I know some YouTubers and streamers love remembering shitty games, but I, I per- personally, if I come across a shit game, I just try to get rid of it out of my mind as quick as possible. I don't know. I mean, you you, you go with your next one. I want to just check. I think I have one in my head, but I want to just verify that it's definitely a real game. Yeah, um, Blade 2, I would probably say. Does that technically... I guess it would qualify as horror. I don't know. But... Blade 2? Blade 2. I remember that quite fondly. And by fondly, I mean not at all. Because (laughs) the handling in it was terrible. The voice acting was really bad too. If you liked the movies, this would probably make you not like them. If that makes sense. It was actually that bad. God, um... No, this is... I must be remembering something else. Um... Never mind. Yeah. I, I actually, I can't remember. I can't actually think of one pretty bad oh, sure, horror game. A couple more if you want, anyway. Yeah, far away. You, you might as well take this one. Um, <laughs> I was big into Walking Dead when it first came out during the first few seasons. And okay. There was this game called Walking Dead Survival Instinct. and oh, I've heard about this. I, ble- I remember it because it was one with, oh, who does Norman Reedus play again? What's his name? Du- not Dwayne. Um... It was uh, Merle and Daryl. Daryl. Daryl Dixon. Yeah, it was both of them. And oh my God, the AI in it was just so bad that you'd be like, man, I would kick ass in a zombie apocalypse if this happened. Like the AI <laughs> was actually really that bad. The story wasn't the best either. Uh, mm. Graphics were so, so it was a first person kind of game. But that was just really bad. And a lollipop chainsaw. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's, Is that a horror game? Technically, it would be classified as like a horror game, but like not your. It would be more of a funny horror game, I guess. You know, in the same vein as like say a Dead Rising or something like that. Yeah. But you play a cheerleader <laughs> uh, from San San Romero High School, and you're just going around yeah. basically with a chainsaw, killing zombies. Fair enough. The cosplay community has kind of latched onto the character and actually made it kind of cool but the yeah, game yeah. itself was just really bad and it was just very repetitive it just felt like you're just fighting hordes and hordes of the same kind of zombies over and over again god oh, that sounds horrendous <laughs> it was horrendous but hey uh jessica negri ended up doing a cosplay of her and actually looked really cool so it, it's funny how a lot of the cosplay community can actually make you know subpar kind of characters really cool and kind of relevant hmm i just trying to think i no i actually i thought i'm actually drawing a massive blank on really bad horror games i I must just have one of those brains that if i really hate a game i just don't want to ever remember it again you've probably just (laughs) deleted it from your memory (laughs) i probably have because i want to say something like I, i remember playing like really like i remember was it the resident evil one was a bit kind of rubbish at the time i know like i never i never really was into resident evil the first one yeah and and i know like you know this might be a bit controversial but like i personally think that resident evil the original is a bit eh. like maybe maybe it's because i I got into it a bit later like i played resident evil before i played resident evil one and it always just felt like an inferior game which obviously, you know, it's the first in the series. They obviously knew how to improve upon it in the second one. Yeah. Um, but it, I never really felt like, oh my God, this is scary from the first game. Yeah. But in the second game, I always feel like that. Like from that first scene where you're in the corridor and the, you turn around and the zombie head turns around and it's like, 
<laughs> even though they all sound like they're walking around with wet socks on, you know. Oh god, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean, like, I don't really have much to say in that, so we're like, we can move on to, to the next topic and we'll just leave the worst to be the worst, which is, let's not talk about the worst. Let's talk about the use of VR and horror games. Yes. Um, you have Oculus Rift? No. Quest. Quest. Do you have any horror games for it? I do not, actually. I think the closest thing I have to a horror game is a zombie first-person kind of shooting game. It's more like of a target kind of thing where, you know, hordes of zombies are coming at you and you're just shooting them, oh. trying to shoot them in the head. But I wouldn't necessarily call it a horror game per se, but it actually contains zombies. So, it should, uh, yeah, you would technically call it that, I guess, would you? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, like, like, what does horror even really mean? Like, is horror, like, is it jump scares? Is, is the aim of the game to actually scare you? Or is it, like, would you classify just because zombies is in something that it's a horror game? True, yeah. Uh, now, um, I can tell you that it's called Drop Dead on the Oculus Quest is what I got. Now, it's not the best looking game in the world, but yeah. it actually kind of reminds me, I guess the artwork of some of the characters would be Telltale-ish. Telltale okay, so it's style. that kind of comic book cel-shaded style. Yeah, it looks very cel-shady, yeah. But you got some mm. really kind of weird creatures in there as well. But yeah, that, that would probably be the only one I have on the Quest in terms of PSVR, I wouldn't really own many VR games in horror. I think Until Dawn, Rush of Blood would be the closest thing to it. I mean, it feels like you're on a roller coaster, and then that—that's the thing creatures. I love about that game. Like, I my old housemate, like we used to put that game on quite frequently when I first got it because it was a—I think it was a PS uh, free PS Plus game with a month one time. I think um, it was, yeah. And I. Yeah, and I'd only actually I didn't even have the VR set at the time. It was one of one of the reasons why I actually kind of dropped the the bit of dough I had on the VR set was that I started collecting a couple of VR games on the PS Plus service, which is a shame that they don't give out any more VR games. You know, they really want to promote this system, like give out the free games or get like make as many free games as possible free on VR and people will drop the money on it. But anyways, I liked Rush of Blood purely because it has that kind of thing that suits VR. You don't have to move. You, everything's moving around you. And that's where I think VR really works is that when you're either on rails and it's kind of like a shooting gallery or you're doing something that is involved. So if you play, like, say, what was the uh, true, not true crime, um, blood and crime? Is it blood and... What one was that? The one that's on the PSVR, but the London gangs. Oh, god the uk one um uh anyways that one it's called something blood and truth or something like that. i have it downstairs i've never even taken out the wrapper um <laughs> but i know there's a scene in that where you're you're in the getaway car and you're the passenger and you have to like get the gun from the glove compartment yeah. and everything's moving around you and it, vr really works well with that but russia blood works really good for that because it's got that kind of horror vibe where nothing happens for ages and it starts off with just a basic shooting gallery where you're shooting targets and suddenly you're shooting like mannequins and then you're shooting mannequins that are moving and then suddenly yep. people are running at you you're like what, what yep. the fuck uh, <laughs> you're right though blood and truth was the name of the game anyway all right cool cool that's 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 one where the vr really works where vr i mean not to say that skyrim is horror but there are certain horror aspects of skyrim in vr like if you go into a cave and there's skeletons or spiders and something that's but the problem with VR in Skyrim is that the textures are just a little bit Bethesda. Yeah. They're just so like low res blown up. And it's like I, I wish I was scared by this, but <laughs> Yeah. I don't own it, but I have played the Five Nights at Freddy's. VR. VR, yeah. No uh, way. Now I do know you can get it on the oculus quest because i've seen it advertised on my phone but yeah i mean that was another game that i never really kind of played extensively i've only played it at like friends houses and that mm. but it's pretty scary in vr i have to say but yeah i would not be buying it myself no that's the other thing is like five nine of freddy's i never found that game scary because it the the trick it always relies upon is the jump scare. And I always yeah. find jump scares a very cheap scare. Like you could just make a horror game and just have random jump scares and you could say, well, it's one of the best horror games because look how scared you got. 
That would probably get me bloody jump scares. (laughs) Yeah, but jump scares, it's so easy to do a jump scare. What's really scary is building up a horror, like like in your Resident Evil, where the threat of the ominous presence of Mr. X is the scary thing. Or the scary thing about, like, oh my God, I don't want to go in here. I have no idea what what I'm going to face. That's kind of scary. But, like, just knowing, like, like, actually, to be honest, um, Resident Evil 7, there's a lot of jump scares, but the way it treats them is way more sophisticated than something like Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, it's got a proper kind of story to it as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, say, for example, you, you might be in this house and you've, I, I think this is a scenario where you escape a room or something and you hear the owner of the house come back and go, someone's moving around, I'll find them. And so you know this person's hunting you, but you don't know where they are. And you might hear the footsteps there and you might see a shadow pass a wall or you think you saw a shadow pass a wall. And then you go past this, you will look down the corridor, but when you turn back, he's there and he grabs you by the throat. Now that's, God. to me, that's brilliant because <laughs> the suspense is already there. Like it's it's building up to suspense. Like I know there's a jump scare and it's still going to scare me. Yeah. Have you ever played Outlast? No. Oh. It's scary. It looks scary. I've played it. The demo, I think, or did they give it away on PS Plus for free at one stage? But mm. my God, that is a scary game. But I've seen that it's in VR as well. But oh. basically, you're—I I think you're kidnapped, and then you're in this kind of—I oh, don't know—mansion or yeah. hospital or whatever the hell it is. But you're stuck in a building basically, and there's this big, giant, ugly-looking yoke, scary as hell trying to come after you and you're trying to basically outrun them and uh, escape but Mm. you know there'll be parts where you know you quickly hide in a locker or something like that and then you kind of see him walking past and you're like oh shit oh shit is he gonna find me is he gonna (laughs) find me but um i've played that game but i've seen the videos on youtube of that in vr i would be tempted just to try it in vr but i'd be a bit too scared to do it myself (laughs) (laughs) when we're allowed to hook up in person i'll call over to you and we can play it together that's (laughs) right. we can hold your hand please do (laughs) um i'm trying to think of another title in vr that was pretty scary what was that black and white one that we played Uh, when we were in your house oh is that here they lie or something it was something like that here we lie or here they lie it's not really black and white but it is kind of set like in a weird kind of tangent universe world or something it's like a nightmare world oh no no you're right it is black and white it's like weird little elements of color like only when there's blood or there's like one of the main images i'm getting here on a google search is like a lady in a kind of like a bright yellow dress walking through the streets now that would be more the jump scary part but man that was scary for me (laughs) i think that game was just a bit mental like, I remember playing it, but I don't remember anything that happened in it. Black demon with a lot of red coloring around it as well. Yeah, I think that's like the weird kind of skull creature. There's, um, I don't know if this game is VR or not, but there, there's a new kind of dinosaur game coming out. Dinosaur? I was gonna kind of, yeah, I was going to kind of save this for later in, in, in the episode, just to kind of talk about like other like horror games that I want to see kind of come back. Hmm. Um, one was... Dino Crisis, um, is that it? Yeah, ah. like Dino Crisis in the RE engine, man, would be absolutely amazing. That but would be Konami would, or Konami, no, Capcom would want to get their finger out because there's a trailer for a dinosaur survival horror game called Death Ground. Okay. I think I, I sent it on to you guys before, but like it looks exactly like Alien Isolation except with dinosaurs. Okay. Like, it just looks amazing. And it's by Jaw Drop Games. <laughs> what a name. Yeah, they're, they're like, I think they're an independent kind of um, game developer. I think the game itself is, is up on Kickstarter? Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's still looking for funds at the moment. I'm very tempted to drop a couple of books on it. So currently they have 3,650 backers and they've been pledged 118,000 pounds. Which is not to be sniffed at, you know? Is that a first-person game? Um, I think so. I'm just playing a quick trailer of it here just to see. I'll I'll send you on a link and maybe like yeah. in the show notes you can actually put... Oh, God, I need to turn that down. That's blowing my head off. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, it's it's it looks very like Alien Isolation. 
Isolation. I think they actually, for the purpose of the trailer, they used a lot of assets of Alien Isolation. Okay. So they have like the motion scanner, but like the idea is basically to build Alien Isolation with Raptors and T Rexes and Dilophosauruses and stuff like that. I would be all over that. Mm. I would be literally all over that man, because Dino Crisis was such a great game. That was so good. I'd love to see that back. Yeah, like it definitely it filled like a niche like right after you know people weren't getting their Jurassic Park fix. You know, Dino Crisis just dropped and people were like, yeah, yeah, it's it's just basically Resident Evil with dinosaurs. I was like, that's good enough for me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> God, I can't remember the last time I played that game. Might have to uh, find a copy on the old PlayStation Two. That would be cool, or maybe uh, they wouldn't have anything like that backwards compatibility on the PS4, would it? Probably not. Um, geez, I don't know. Actually, are on see on PlayStation now? Would something like Dino Crisis be on that? Being a third party, or is PS Plus mainly there first party stuff? Is a listing for Dino Crisis PS One Classic on the PlayStation Store, so. It's for PS3, PSP, PS Vita. Don't know if it would be on PS Now. Maybe, potentially. Might have to look that up after the show. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Capcom will jump on that because like, they've got the engine already built. I mean, it wouldn't be unrealistic to, to throw a couple of, you know, reskins of Claire uh, from Resident Evil into Dino Crisis. And then, obviously, you just have to kind of work on creating the the dinosaurs themselves hmm. from what i remember i think they were just normal dinosaurs they weren't like resident evil type monsters where they mutate into like crazier versions of themselves yeah like a raptor with well freaking helicopter blades or anything <laughs> imagine that though that would be cool raptor copter oh my god <laughs> then moving on from that like from vr uh which is amazing and should be used more in horror games i think going forward let's talk about zombies hmm what is the best use of zombies you've ever seen in a video game? And possibly what's the worst use? I would probably say, what was the name of the game? It was the Dead Rising game, which was an Xbox One exclusive when it first came out. Is is that Frank's Payday or... Oh, I'm going to have to look third one. Up, sorry, yeah. Because um, I know um, the guy from the first game came back in the third game. Okay. Or is it Frank's Big Shot or something like that? Frank West, I think, is the name of the character from Dead Rising. It was actually Dead Rising 3 was the uh, Xbox One. It was one of the... Was it a launch game? Might have been. Initial release November 22nd, 2013. I just remember that game that it seemed to focus more on the amount of zombies that were mm. shown on the screen as opposed to a really good use of zombies. So yeah. I'd probably say that's one of the worst in my opinion, even though it wasn't the worst game in the world, it just mm. felt like it was just focusing more on, oh, how many zombies can we get on the screen as opposed to, oh, how can we make these zombies more interesting? I think that that's almost like a fault of the time with zombie games. Because, like, remember, you would have in any game, I guess, that the amount of characters on screen, you know, your game would slow down and that kind of stuff. And I think when they had the original Dead Rising, people were like, oh my God, it's an entire mall filled with zombies. Yeah. And like, it was it called Mob? Mob? Zomb- no, there was a certain technology. It was like mob grouping or something like that. Or I thought you were going to say uh, <laughs> Rob Zombie like, there for a second. <laughs> yeah, just Rob Zombie hanging out in the mall. Hey, brother. Um but I, I thought they, they coined like some sort of techno babble phrase, like using their zombie mob technology, they okay. can create even more zombies. But like because like the, the first time you, you see that open ball and you see like a hundred zombies in front of you, you kind of go, Holy crap, this is the yeah. most amount of zombies I've ever seen on a screen at one time. Yeah. So true. maybe the third and second game were kind of suffering from that as like they were just trying to impress you with how many zombies they could get on screen rather than make them scary. I get you. Resident Evil 2 Remake, again, I thought, very good use of zombies. Mm. They actually felt like they could do some serious damage, and I think the way they were placed around the levels as well was very interesting. Mm. But obviously you had Mr. X as well, (laughs) following you during that game. I thought that was really good because they actually looked like zombies, they acted like zombies, and Mm. it just felt more true to, I guess you could say, a zombie-like character. Yeah, I suppose they're the... um... 
the ones that kind of hint at the the, the classic Romero zombie, the, mm. the slow, sluggish wave of undead that, you know, eventually they'll get you. Like, you could run all you want, but, like, eventually they're going to catch up to you because you're going to tire out. They won't. Yeah. Even though they're, like, really slow. I suppose the best use of zombies I've seen in the last few years, it's somewhat similar to your one with Resident Evil is the... If you can classify them as zombies, I do. But the infected from Last of Us. Ah, yes, yes. To me, I guess they're zombies. I mean, they're they're infected. They're no more different than the Dead Rising zombies, where they're infected with a virus and that makes them undead. Yeah, you know, they're they're menacing. They're they're classify them as zombies. Oh yeah, yeah, I would definitely classify them as zombies. I mean, they're they're menacing, but you can still outwit them. But you still have to have your wits about you. Yep. Like even something as simple as like uh no what are, what are the bog standard ones called? The ones that are just standing there going, uh, 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 uh. Oh god. They're like they're not the clickers, they're the ones that stand still normally or like walk around kind of jerking. Oh god, I can't even remember now. <laughs> being runners? Are they called runners? Are they runners? Because oh, when they prop when they when they properly kind of are aware of you, they run towards you. I think they're runners. Oh, I have no idea, man. Sorry. <laughs> um, but anyways, the, those guys are like you know they're your normal standard ones that don't move unless you mess with them. You got the clickers who were really uh, sensitive to audio. Mm. Then you got like the the bloaters who oh, like Jesus, are yeah. the slow tanks. In the newer game, uh, have you? Oh no, you haven't played last. I haven't played yet. that yet. No. I've There's had it spoiled a wonder... for me, but I haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, uh, internet people, Twitter, and fucking just general spoilers but there's a new type of zombie are in that game called a stalker and that's pretty cool and there's no, another one as well but the stalkers in that game they're they're like always aware of you but they'll only come out when they're aware they're, they think that you're not looking at them and they'll walk slowly behind you and come after you oh, really cool really cool jesus worst use of zombies um maybe dead rising again i <laughs> think it's 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 one of those weird marmite use of zombies like it's great that they're in it but like they're just meh yeah like you're just racking up points because you're mowing down zombies i mean they're just a hindrance rather than a threat i like, get you like the main threats in dead dead rising one especially are the other humans they're not really the zombies so i don't know probably that <laughs> uh my personal favorite use of zombies in video games i would have to say uh, <laughs> uh red dead redemption undead nightmare Oh, nice. Do you remember that? That was very good. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've only ever played it for for a little bit. My brother had it on the PS3. I remember it was just being crack. (laughs) Because, I mean, I remember the... I loved the first Red Dead Redemption game. And when that... I mean, it was kind of random for that to actually come out. But it actually kind of added a cool different kind of element to the series. And Hmm. I just thought it was really fun. Just hordes of zombies coming at you. You shooting the crap out of them in the face. It was. It was. Very is it? Fun. Um, is it a horde, as in like small pods, or is it a horde in the kind of vein of World War Z? Oh no, not not that type of horde. But yeah, you'd have kind of small pods coming at you, and then you can kind of mm. grab a bit of wooden fire and then torch them as well, which is kind of cool. Mm. Tell you what's another great use of zombies. Uh, it's kind of a. Um, they're two different games, but I'm going to throw them into the same game because they're basically the same game. Mm. It's a uh, Dead Island and Dying Light. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dead Island and uh, Left 4 Dead or something. No, no. <laughs> De- Dead Island because it's the first time I've ever seen zombies in a tropical setting. That's a very good point, <laughs> it's yeah. Just, it's brilliant because like, you're walking around what should be like a proper, um, I think it's like a Hawaiian-esque villa complex and there's just like zombies walking around in bikinis. <laughs> it's just it's the most ridiculous thing ever and like there's zombies with like pool like noodles holding pool noodles and walking into the bar and Jesus. stuff like this and then dying light which is obviously from the i think the company that was making uh dead island 2 kind of either ran out of money or split up or you know, there was a fallout there of some kind and one of the crowd went on to make uh dying light which is kind of the parkour zombie game, which is actually fantastic itself. Like Dying Light's a bit more kind of like post-apocalyptic. It's like set in a kind of South American state that's just after collapsing, I think. Then we have uh, Dead Island 2, whenever that decides to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fingers crossed it comes out. What a, yeah. 
Left 4 Dead 2, I thought was really fun because it was just kind of cool to play in multiplayer as well. Hmm. I've never played a Left 4 Dead game. Have you not? No. Funnily enough, Johnny was the one who introduced me to it, but I even picked it up on Steam pretty cheap recently as well, the Left 4 Dead 2 game, but I must get back to that. But I just remember that was Hmm. really fun and the zombies were pretty fast coming at you as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think the only game I've ever played where the zombies are fast is probably. Oh no, no, they're they're fa- they're fast in Dead Island. Yeah, they no, they're proper yeah. run after you in Dead Island. Yeah, thing in Dying Light as well. Um, they do this great mechanic where at nighttime the zombies are even harder. Yeah, I think that happens in um, Dead Rising as well, doesn't it? Like after a certain time, don't the zombies become harder? God, like, I don't even remember that now. There's like a nighttime setting and a daytime setting, so that's why it was safer to go out in the daytime. It would make more sense, really, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, as much sense as zombies can make. <laughs> you get a lot to base this on. You could basically come up with any rule and people go, oh, that's not real. I go, on zombies are, yeah? <laughs> I guess Walking Dead, you know, the Telltale Walking Dead series? Yeah. Uh, probably particularly season one because that seemed like a proper zombie apocalypse story game, which was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It yeah. seemed kind of really true to, I guess you could say the whole Walking Dead theme story arc and everything mm. else uh, i was really invested in the characters like um who was it lee and clementine and all that yeah it was yeah. kind of cool to see uh, i think glenn from the walking dead was in it a character glenn in there oh i think you're right actually yeah yeah and honestly i was really invested in that game and even seeing you know people getting affected by the zombies eaten by the zombies mm. or turned by the zombies was kind of cool i think more from a story perspective that was a really good use of zombies yeah yeah i, I really like those games I, I think i the only one i've ever really played from start to finish is the second one again it was given away okay. on ps free uh god must be year, nearly a year or two ago now and i remember that being really good i don't think it was as good as the first one i think i had the first one on the, my old iphone no okay. funny enough it ran quite well on it yeah um <laughs> I don't know, like, anything else to kind of top off the episode? And that one, we kind of covered a lot of our horror games here. I mean... Yeah, we actually have. I have to say, we actually talked about a lot. I guess one thing we probably did miss, PT. Oh, PT, yeah. I mean, who... Did you play it? I played it, and... It was weird. Honestly, it was weird, (laughs) but scary at the same time. Yeah. And you see Norman Reedus, and you're like, what the hell is going on here? Man... Just get Kojima, get Kojima to make Silent Hills, even that though it won't happen now. Amazing. <laughs> Rumors that he's going to be making a spiritual successor to Silent Hills. That would be um, cool. Or Silent Hill. That would be great. Like, just bring back Norman Reedus. Like, Norman Reedus is fantastic. He's great in yeah. Death Stranding as well, if you've never played that. I mean, I thought we couldn't talk about her unless we talked about PT anyway, because that seems to be one of the games that kind of got lost to digital distribution as well. Mm. Because of it's it such was... a shame. Like, I think we were talking about this um, maybe the last time, but I can't remember. Maybe it was the last uh, podcast where I was telling you that some of the consoles now, if you have a PS4 yeah. and you've downloaded PT, you could probably sell your PS4 for more money now because it has a game on it that no one else can get. Yeah. And there's like these enthusiasts out there who want PT yeah, who we are did going talk to buy that, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to be buying up like old ps4s that have this on it purely because this game is on it yeah mental now technically because it's digital but they not have to sign into their own account to play it like that's what i'm wondering i don't know because can't you play if you download a digital game on your main account if you have a secondary account don't you have access to those games like a second user on the console okay so the way the digital distribution works on multiple consoles so one is your home console so you don't need internet connection to play the games and anyone Mm. can play the game on the system using their own profile yeah if you're using a secondary console you would have to be connected to the internet in order to play the digital games really yeah, uh, that's the way it works as far as I know for yeah, Xbox and even Switch actually brought that out as well. So you can play it on multiple consoles, but like say, for instance, if I have my main console, I can play all the games mm. I want digitally. If it's a second console, you have to connect to the internet briefly just to you know confirm ownership. Yeah, yeah. And then I think if you disconnect from the internet, you have a couple of errors to keep playing two to three errors or something like that. Weird. But I'm just wondering because... If you buy a console, 
that you know with a digital game on it and let's just say for instance he could technically cancel any ps4 from you know their main account as you know a registered console so Mm. how would that work is what i'm wondering like would you still be able to technically play the game if he deregisters the console in future yeah i don't really know man to be honest that's weird I never really want to get into that sort of stuff because like nah. <laughs> that whole thing of buying a console just because someone has a digital game on, I'm just like, no, thanks. Nah, I, it's, I can, it's not worth it. I can live without this. <laughs> I can watch yeah. a video on YouTube and be just as happy. There you go. I'm not going to play <laughs> or finish that game. <laughs> no. Cool. Well, then that kind of wraps it up for this week. Um, so that's us talking about horror games. We don't know what we're going to talk about next time. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we have plenty of ideas. <laughs> yeah, we normally like wing it. We kind of like finish up an episode and go, "Well, what about next time?" I don't know. Let's talk about this. <laughs> I mean, best way to do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, if you're happy enough, well, then that's uh, been SideQuest Heroes with me, Ray, and Clive Coxon. And join us next time where we will be talking about another topic. Yay! See you. Bye. <laughs>